Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A new quarter brings new goals. But what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. A respectful king. A respectful king. Go to bed. So we're, we were... Um totally yeah. moved by Gigi Hadid's tweet to Jake Paul, that fucking ghoul youtube star he is more ghoulish looking by the day yeah like i've never seen someone with such outsider energy he has total like he's a full outsider when he touches things he just leaves like yeah. a film on them logan paul his brother blocked me on twitter his brother logan is hot the older one which one dated which one was married to tana no no no, no. so Gigi was responding to him okay yeah he's the ugly one Tana? Tana's ex-husband. 
Tana is a queen. She's better than yeah. whichever Paul brother. Logan Jake, Paul is kind of hot. Logan Paul's hot. He's the one that went to Japan and like laughed. F- filmed at, a corpse. Okay, yeah. He's and hot. I, I tweeted, remember when <laughs> Logan Paul filmed a corpse and he blocked me. Well, that's his right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, let Logan disrespect people. for us. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, he's hot. Period. His, yeah. Anyways. So Gigi tweeted, Jake Paul tweeted about like getting dissed by Zane. Mm-hmm. And I guess Gigi and Zane are now fully back together. Yeah. Um, that he, relationship really perplexes me, but actually not that much because I have my theories. Okay. Let's hear them in a second. But then Gigi tweeted at Jake Paul. Do you want to read it? You read it. LOL. Cause he, <laughs> lol because he doesn't care to hang with you and your embarrassing crew of youtube groupies home alone with his best friends like a respectful king because he has me sweetie unbothered by your irrelevant ugly ass go to bed i love it's such a drunk te- like tweet it, it was sent at 4 43 in the morning this was yeah oh well she i think was in milan for fashion oh. week so she's probably it's like 8 a.m yeah. Gigi's had her coffee she's yeah. starving because mm-hmm. it's middle of fashion week and you're just jet setting you're tired hungry and hangry yeah. and this is where that came from i was like does she even speak like this like it sounds like it's not even in her voice home alone with his best friends like a respectful king because he has me sweetie the respectful king is what act- like absolutely murdered me about oh, yeah. this tweet. I liked unbothered by your irrelevant ugly ass. Respectful king was a new... <laughs> I've never heard of such an mm. audacious... It was wild. It was wild. Um, what's your theory? My theory is that Zane was battling some sort of addiction. Mm-hmm. And his people, his team, if you will needed to hire someone to be his girlfriend to like be essentially like a drug beard. And so that's where Gigi and him got together. And maybe their relationship did bloom and became real, or maybe like the contract got renegotiated. But I think that it was a setup out of like a PR setup for both of them. Something's up with him. Cause it made her seem edgier yeah. And made him seem more normal that like a hot, beautiful model supermodel yeah. wants to date him. I see that. I mean, he was going through something, clearly. He, there was a moment when he around the time he was leaving one direction, he missed a lot of concerts and then he was spotted and he looked ill. Then that people are like everyone was like, He's the flu, but I was like, Honey, no. The flu doesn't look like that. He it could be mental illness. Yeah. But which it's, like God bless, but I'm. It felt a little like drug excuse. It's like when Lindsay Lohan used to say, "I was exhausted." Yeah. Um, Lindsay has a new movie in the works. Oh, oh, the Federation! The Federation strikes, strikes again. again. A, a new praise to the Federation. <coughs> Thank you to For my the team, the Federation. Um, <laughs> it's that's so. I'm, the now Federation it's hard negotiated for me. a deal. You gotta like it takes so much water and like lubing up your throat. Okay, it on. truly is hard for me too. Yeah. Remember when I had Corona Light and I was really struggling with my Federation yeah. vocals? Well, the Federation will be the only place that doesn't get Corona. They're the fortified. Federation requires everyone entering to be quarantined for a period of two weeks. Yeah. Even 
outsiders. That's why you're incentivized never to leave the Federation. It's very Mask of the Red Death. Yeah. You're fortified in like a castle. Mm-hmm. But the Federation has provided us with bounty. Because Lindsay Lohan <laughs> is starring in a horror movie, a supernatural crime thriller with Mickey Rourke. Welcome back to the stage, Mickey Rourke. And her name in the movie... Mary Brannigan. Mary Brannigan. And she plays a detect a hard-nosed detective who teams up with a She teams up with Mickey to because she's like a brilliant negotiate hostage negotiator. Yeah, she's a she, she's a hard-nosed hostage negotiator and someone is planning to murder five people in a house and I she love. Ha- she has to go like thwart it. So who do you call in times of crisis? Lindsay Mary Brannigan. Mary <laughs> Mary Brannigan. Oh my god, I hope she has like an Irish she, accent. I need her to be like a ruddy-nosed Irish drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I want her to pull like an Emily Blunt in that like girl, girl the on the train, like some DT mm-hmm. leaving Las Vegas yeah. style drunk like recovery acting. Yeah. I hope and pray this is her chance to really bring that to life. I want this to be her bone collector moment with Angelina <laughs> and Denzel. And I want, but I love, I love like the protege and Mickey Rourke, like the hard, you know, giving her some advice, but she's teaching him things. Yeah. But I want Mary Brannigan. Mary, oh, Mary Brannigan. Mary Brannigan. Mary Brannigan. <laughs> she pulls up to the hostage house and she gets on her little loudspeaker and she's like, this me. is Mary Brannigan calling I am here to negotiate. Do you think what's going to be amazing about this role is that she will literally just look like herself playing Mary Brannigan, much like when she was Patricia Sherman Sherman. Yeah. From that werewolf movie. Wearing like fully her. Jeremy Scott. Yeah. For Adidas (laughs) from like 2010. Yeah. She's wearing like Moschino and like. She's wearing like a blazer. Yeah. And like a Balmain heel. Mm -hmm. Is that how you say it? Moschino? I don't know. I think so. Moschino. Moschino. She's wearing like... Yeah, but she's, a, <laughs> she's the head of the European Federation. But she is totally going to have like an accent. And it's being... I think it's being distributed... Distributed. Distributed. Distributed, I said. <laughs> I'm like in You Mary are Brandy. fully in the Federation. I am in the Federation. Oh, my God. Mary distributed. Brady. Wait, I can't do good Mary Brannigan. Mary, yes, I just you can. <laughs> no. I feel yeah. like that turns into Mary Brannigan. Do it. Mary Brannigan. <laughs> <laughs> I love your Irish accent. Mary Brannigan. Oh, Mary. Say do that's it. not Irish. No, yes. Fully channel Mary Brannigan and describe a story of going to see the Blarney Stone. <sighs> I picked up my vein and I went to the Blarney Stone. That was kind of got there. <laughs> do you- Irish acting is really hard for me. I can. It's like I once auditioned for a play in Oklahoma City that required an Irish accent, and like I went to a dialect coach ahead of time and like tried to get it down. Then in the audition, fully transitioned out of an Irish accent into like a Jamaican patois. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like by the end, it was like in full like down by the beach. It was really bad. It was it really got bad, and I just had to go with it because I was like not gonna give up (laughs) and start just speaking in like an American accent. So I just kept going with it, and then by the end of it, I was like, I'm sorry. (laughs) I gotta go. 
It was bad. It just like, went there. I couldn't control I love, it. I love like a white Oklahoma girl. like That re- got hair. eventually into <laughs> like a Jamaican Patois accent. It was be- It just went there. It was beyond me. Um, I, yeah, like a... Mary like, Brainigan. Like, <laughs> oh, Mary. It's like... It's bad. It's, I, it all ends up at a place. I'm getting a diamond. <laughs> Mary Brannigan's coming. We're going to go down to the farmhouse. The farm. The farm. The farmhouse. That's kind of... The farm. The farm. Yeah, it's like the farm. The farm. That's Midwestern. <laughs> Mary Br- oh, Mary Brannigan. I picked, up, I picked my up, is- up my minivan and I went to go see the Blarney Stone. My name is Mary Brannigan. I am from County Cork. <laughs> and I am a hostage negotiator. Through the Federation, I, I mean, of the Irish As a Federation. negotiator, I know what it's like to get people. <laughs> I operate out of Stonehenge. My base of operations is Stonehenge. And the Celtic <laughs> fires of old, of the fires of Samhain. Mary Brannigan. Mary Brannigan. I build a fire and I throw some dust into it. And then I see <laughs> what comes out, and then I know what to uh, negotiate for. <laughs> this is literally like Rumpelstiltskin yeah. cosplay. Well, it's like a supernatural. Why is she only able she to loves do Euro- a supernatural Euro? She's only movie. able to do Euro supernatural, like poly politico, like thrillers. Where is it distributed? In like, like Berlin. Berlin. <laughs> we need to. Oh my god! If we we're, reach, I mean, maybe we can reach. $10,000 a month pledge on Patreon. Didn't and we then that we're going to podcast from, from the line at Berghain. But Have we also heard? on that trip to Berlin need to go to the opening night premiere of Polk, Mary Brannigan or oh, whatever yeah. the fuck. Yeah. We'll be in Berlin. Yeah. Mary Brannigan. I am stationed out of the Stonehenge basin <laughs> of the County Cork and all the stretch of County Donegal. I run to the edge of the cliffs of Moher, <laughs> fooling myself off of them. With the Owls of Ghoul. That's Scottish. <laughs> oh my god, I love the Owls of Ghoul. <laughs> I remember Rob Delaney always used to tweet about the Owls <laughs> His of Ghoul. Owls of Ghoul tweets were epic. I saw that. You did? Yeah, I smoked a fat one and then went to go <laughs> see the Owls of good? Ghoul. <laughs> no, it made no sense. <laughs> Mary Brannigan. Mary Brannigan. <laughs> She like runs like she's a, Oh you she's a brave heart. Scottish. <laughs> by day Scottish is way better for me. By day she's a hostage negotiator. By night she's a no nonsense like innkeeper. <laughs> At an Irish inn. Take your scones. Take your scones and get out of here. Come back when you've got some good mead. <laughs> I'm whipping up a batch of good mead for I'm you. I'm whipping up a batch of corn hash and spinach. <laughs> And pour me a Guinness. Pour me a Guinness in a cup. Get out of here. <laughs> she sw- Get out. She pushes the old drunkard Irishman out with a broom. Get out of here. Get out. You won't be spending the night again. As I've learned with the hostage negotiation, <laughs> you can't take any mercy. <laughs> oh, Mary Brannigan. Oh, Mary Brannigan. Her name is literally... Mary that is Brannigan. That is unbelievable is when Blake Lively was named Nancy in The Shallows. <laughs> By the way, I didn't see the rhythm section, and it made like 
It made it $3. It made like $6 million. I love like, I bet their back end, well, they don't get it because it didn't earn out like its own budget. I don't even think it was in theaters for a second weekend. No, it it came out in theaters for 24 hours. Damn. (laughs) Love Carrie O'Donnell wrong again. about (laughs) About Blake. And Blake's wig. It was not meant to be. We're gonna watch it. We will. I mean, we'll get it like on demand. Yeah, I'm ready to like have a movie night and watch the rhythm section because I do think it would actually be really enjoyable as like an at home viewing experience. But like a commitment to the theater and like paying seventeen dollars. I will not. No, I'm not gonna ruin my ArcLight love Mm -mm. for that. But you'll go see Maddie Brannigan. Maddie Brannigan. I like Maddie Brannigan. Oh, Maddie Brannigan. <laughs> That's what everyone says. You're like in the Wicker Man. <laughs> I'm in Holy another God. universe. <laughs> Mary Brannigan threw me over the goddamn edge. She did. I can't take it. I can't take a Mary. You can't bring Mary yes, Brannigan into this world. Yes, you can. Of my, like, being? I need it right now more than ever. Oh, Mary Brannigan. She has an apron on. Yeah, she's a lovable. Like, I hope that she wears like a fat suit and like old wo- woman's costume. And I hope that Mary Brannigan is actually <laughs> 65 to 78 years old. But she's, it's cl- like Mickey Rourke, I don't think can do an accent. I don't know how well Mickey Rourke is on the day to day, but I would venture to say. He needs a wellness check based just on this movie. He was alone. really good in The Wrestler. He was great. But I think that maybe The Wrestler wasn't that big of a departure from just like his Him. day-to-day vibe. Lindsay I do like, love his love of Pomeranians and Chihuahuas. Does he post about him? Well, he had a Chihuahua that was like his best friend that he would bring to like interviews and stuff. And then that Chihuahua passed away. And he wears, I think, the ashes or like a little nameplate necklace that says Loki because that was his chihuahua's name. And he loves his dogs. And so for that, Mickey is a kindred spirit because he's a a king. He's a respectful king, Mickey Rourke. Ricky Mork. Ricky Mork. Ricky Mork, my respectful king. (laughs) Ricky Mork. Oh, Mary Brannigan, you are out of control. (laughs) Oh, Mary Brannigan. Brannigan. Ricky Mork coming down to the inn. (laughs) He's coming all the way from County Donegal. (laughs) Ricky Mork. (laughs) I'm crying. <laughs> Please move on. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I think this Mary Brannigan stuff is literally funny to anyone but us. And it's I hope venturing everyone's... into I... territory where there's going to be some angry reviewer that's yeah. like, all they do is laugh. <laughs> <laughs> they talked about, they Mary, talk about Brannigan. Mary Brannigan. Oh, Mary Brannigan. <laughs> oh, Mary Brannigan, you, you are a real you, wily girl. If you haven't turned off this episode by now, <laughs> welcome back. Welcome. Well, we're gonna okay. So, okay, we're getting it together. We're so, not gonna talk about Mary okay. Brannigan anymore. By the way, I'm Carrie. I'm Lara, <laughs> and this, <laughs> this is, is a sexy, unique, unique 
podcast. Tough Sicilian, Sicilian bitches. bitches. The reunion. The reunion. We only have part one, one of, of two. I know. It's almost coming down. The- I'm like sad. I'm really sad. So the reunion starts out. They're filming at the Borgata in Atlantic City, like <laughs> in the middle of the casino. I love the budget reunions from yesteryear. I know. Because they rented out like a hotel. Like they it's rented the out a conference room at the Borgata. I know. It's, I think it's in one of their lobbies that they draped off and, oh, cl- and they, they just closed it in the, the hotel lobby? down. Wow. Because there's slot machines. Or maybe not. I think it's probably in a conference room. Yeah. Because there's there's like fake slot machines in the background. I th- they're probably real. They probably just have slot machines in every conference room because yeah. it's a way to just get people to like spend money. So on, but none of the household they n- these women these women these haven't women, been under the same roof for one year. More than a year. Yeah. Which for was over a shock a to me. And then, well, I think Caroline and Teresa and Jacqueline have, but maybe not with Danielle. Caroline's lost 25 pounds. Portion control. Portion control. Andy, I'll tell you. Portion control. <laughs> I was Danielle like, looks girl. great. Danielle has some What's she clip-in wearing? extensions. She's, She's wearing, wearing a, a white wife tank, beater, like wife beater. A wife beater and then a sparkly mini skirt. She's like a leather mini skirt. Age inappropriate. For sure. But like classic Danielle. She's also in a legs for days. In a same sex relationship. She's fully a lesbian. <laughs> With lesbian superstar Lori Michaels, <laughs> who wrote and penned penned and sang duetted with her on her song real close which is wow have you heard that song no actually okay we'll, we'll do it later it. Teresa is looking stressed and crazy-eyed pretty much the entire time i think she's, she's in the thick of some real horrible shit. family shit jacqueline looks exactly the same jacqueline is exactly the same and somehow more annoying than ever yeah yeah she, she's really annoying she tests my patience and actually took me over the edge of yeah patience. she married brannigan you she fully married brannigan me. oh oh mary brannigan <laughs> um so we start out uh so it's wild that there are only four women at this yeah dean is gone. you never see that anymore kim g will be making an appearance the shot say. of Kim Ji coming out looking like a Barbie doll. Hi, Danielle. Hi, Danielle. Hi, Danielle. Um, so Andy has the ladies. It's Caroline, Danielle on one couch, Teresa and Jacqueline on the other. And mm-hmm. Andy's, of course, in the middle. And Teresa, he starts out by asking them, because I guess this show came before, predates Jersey Shore. Yeah, so Jersey Shore, this was 2010, and Jersey Shore was in its... I mean, I remember watching like gathering with a bunch of people in college to watch Jersey Shore every week. The minute that Jersey Shore I saw a preview for, I was like, I will love this show. And then immediately was watching it from the jump was like a full shore head. Yeah. So Andy says, former governor Chris Christie said that Jersey Shore was like a blight on the state of New Jersey. And like, it's not representative of who Jerseyans are. Yeah. Which I was like, "Mm, okay. Um, and he and he begins by asking the ladies if they agree with that. And Teresa says that she doesn't like Jersey Shore because one of the girls had sex right after meeting someone. Yeah, and she's like, I mean, she's like, I'm an old fashioned. I'm an. Old, I think we're all old fashioned here. And she goes, Well, I take it back. She goes, Someone here would do that. She goes, I bet you related to that a lot, Danielle. <laughs> you can relate to that, can't you? Danielle's silent. And then Teresa goes, You had sex with Steve. In my shore house, in front of the kids, and I wrote, "Who is Steve?" Because I her forgot. Sex tape that's the sex tape partner. That's okay. her season one. 
Then I remembered I blacked Steve out even from our viewing this season because he is so heinous, heinous to me. Like yeah. I can't. He's a pig. There, there's no room in my brain or psyche or aura for Steve to be. So he's I just boar. like exited him. He's not a pig. He's yeah, a boar. he's a wild boar. Yeah. Um, Danielle in front of the kids, and then Danielle goes, "You really are insane, aren't you?" <laughs> <laughs> You really are insane, aren't you, Teresa? <laughs> and Teresa goes, you're a pig. Look at you. You're disgusting and desperate. The way that they're speaking to her is out of control. Oh, they, they call her a whore. Like, they're, they go into full, like, it's the woman's fault. This so is the much most slut shamey. Like, it's unbelievable. And I kind of felt bad for Danielle. I felt bad for her. Later, I mean, we find out she brings a lot of it on herself. Yeah. But, like, the way that they refer to her is so cruel cruel and just so like not like what women should be doing to other women and also it's just like this is exactly what danielle hopes will happen yeah. is like she wants like total chaos and she wants to be the and victim. she wants to be the victim so the only way to like outsmart her would be to be really kind yeah and then mind game her into like incriminating herself or lying but it's but her so danielle's on this like she is so demure Mm -hmm. and like speaking in this very soft like almost like angelina jolie voice yeah she's like she's fully united nations she's i was just gonna say she's testifying at the fucking united nations yeah and she's like on something i think (laughs) he said she's on quaaludes (laughs) Well, I think she's just high on chaos. But she's but she's loving being the martyr and she's having well, Andy, that's not really what's it's like she definitely saw how it was mm-hmm. looking and all this, you know what I mean? And she tweaks accordingly. She's yeah. like Beyonce mm-hmm. watching past footage yeah. and then being like, This needs tightening up, this needs tightening yeah. up. That's Danielle with totally. her own craziness. And then Jacqueline starts weighing in and I'm like, Why are you even talking? You weren't there. Everything no. she does, she like pipes up to like talk about things that she never bore witness to yeah so i'm like shut the fuck up Jacqueline. yeah the whole episode's jacqueline's sitting like she's like scooched forward and she's going no no that's not what i heard that's not what i heard you yeah. were at the shore house. everyone said everyone said like, shut up yeah and then there's a clip of oh wait no teresa's kids overheard danielle having sex yeah which like that that's, would be traumatic she said danielle was straddling steve in front of her children well, back when they were friends. Hate that. That's disgusting. Yeah. That is like gnarly. No one needs to see that. Yeah. I don't need to see that. I don't that. need to see that. Then we have the clip of all their mispronounced words. Woman. Woman. And in this moment, I had a thought, which is, what? are Teresa and Danielle the same person at the end of the day? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. That's why they're friends. Yeah. They're, they're like best friends now. And that's why they hate each other so much. It's like when, um, who were we saying is like the same person and that's why they hate each other. Was it a Vanderpump rules person? Maybe. Mm. So mm. many people are the mm. same and that's why they hate each other. Yeah. Now I'm forgetting. Fuck. Well, you'll remember it. Yeah. You'll remember it. Danielle's confronted about her use of the word woman she goes, Andy goes, how do you, she goes, lots of, she goes, lots of people have been correcting me about it. She goes, yeah, that's been pointed out to me. It's been pointed out a to lot. me. A lot. 
And then he goes, how do you say it? And she goes, goes, the plural of woman is. She goes, woman. (laughs) (laughs) Then Teresa pipes up and she goes, well, I say sandwich. Yeah, Teresa kind of defends her. (laughs) Yeah, and I was like, what? And then I was like, that's when I was like, confirm they are the same person. Yeah, and Danielle goes, we can have our own sort of language. We're allowed to have our own languages. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I say sandwich. And then Caroline goes, she does say sandwich. She does. Um, and then Andy wants to get the tea on like the first season reunion when, um, Caroline alluded to something Danielle had done to Dina. Oh yeah. That's the number one question that I had like from fans, like wanting to know what happened last year. Mm -hmm. And then we cut back and Caroline goes, what you did was so vile. You'll never be a friend of mine. You'll never be a friend of mine. You're garbage. You're garbage. And she's so, and we never, we actually never find out. Yeah. Because. Well, they, 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 they say, well, Danielle tried to get Lexi taken away from Dina. And Danielle goes, she goes, apparently I tried to get her daughter taken away from her. Well, I didn't know now until, I didn't know until now, but apparently I tried to have a daughter taken away from her. She goes, that was another utter lie. <laughs> and then Caroline goes, do not speak of my sister. And then, and then Jacqueline's like, didn't you put a silencer on Dina? And she goes, my attorneys may have, because she lied in a four-page interview. And she kind of smiles. And then a four-page interview. A four-page interview of lies. Of lies. My attorneys may have. My attorneys might have. And then everyone fights. And then Caroline's like, don't even speak her name. Don't speak her name. She's not here. And then everyone argues about whether or not Danielle's legally allowed to like talk about Dina. But they asked her the question. And then at one point, Caroline just randomly goes, welcome to my world. To Danielle. And and then Danielle goes, she goes, I don't want to be part of your world, Caroline. And she goes, that's the greatest gift you've ever given me. Caroline is going ham. Yeah, Caroline's out of control. She is so ready to fuck Danielle up. She just says like, but like Caroline's version of fucking someone up is being like, buckle up, sister. We're in the rodeo now. Like just random empty threat. You're in like the, the okay corral. No, something with the mouse, the something mouse ride. She goes, she goes, I'm like this. You're on the mousy ride, like going <laughs> up and down. She doesn't even know yeah. what she's saying. <laughs> Teresa and Jacqueline and I realized both gave birth this season, which yeah. is kind of crazy. And there was a moment where Andy asked Danielle, why didn't she call Jacqueline? And Danielle goes, I was told in a publication to never come near her and her family. Yeah. And then Jacqueline's like, no, we like squashed the drama and you still didn't call. And then Danielle goes, congratulations, Jacqueline. Your son is beautiful and I really wish you all the best. And then Teresa goes, she goes, she's sick. She didn't even, she didn't even go to Jacqueline. She's like, she can't even speak. Right. And then Danielle goes, she goes, what about you? Did you acknowledge your nephew? And then Teresa, Teresa she loses goes, it. And she sits up and she goes, Nyah! and Andy tries to restrain. She leaps over at Danielle. She has 
like Mighty Mouse rage, like her Italian yeah, rage. Yeah, she's gone full Momo. And she's gone into beyond Momo. Beyond post-Momo. Momo. And, yeah. And Andy tries to restrain her and she, she shoves She shoves Andy. him down into his chair. Yeah. And she has so much anger that I believe is just displaced. Yeah. Like, uh, you're not that mad at this woman. Like, di- Well, it has to do with her brother, though. Oh, really? Well, y- With Joe? Well... Okay, we'll get there. But she goes, and she, she he's making this noise. And gets right in Danielle's face. Danielle's just sitting there, barely blinking. She gets up like a brontosaurus and towers behind. You just see her <laughs> sauntering behind, and she goes, "She's a pig. She's a fucking whore. She's a fucking pig." And then Danielle just like sashays off the set slowly yeah. with like a smile on her face, being like, "Hmm." Mm-hmm. And then she goes backstage. Teresa is beyond control. She just keeps going. She is. She is. She, she is. is and like she is like we know it's like fine don't yeah. worry about it danielle struts off and then Teresa's hairstylist daniel comes up well first Teresa, she goes she goes who who would even be who would even tell us something like that and then and then as we find out later melissa gorga is the one that told danielle oh so, so danielle, this is about the christening this is about gorga and uh Melissa Gorga and Teresa. So Melissa Gorga said that when their nephew whose christening they have in season yeah. three was born, Teresa didn't call. And no, 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 no. That was... Um, a different nephew. Yes. This was the other son. Okay. There's two sons. He was a baby at this time. But... But that Teresa never called when that yeah, happened. So because they were feuding. Melissa knew... That Danielle was having beef with Teresa, so she called Danielle and like spilled all this like dirt about Teresa to like get at Teresa. <gasps> so Melissa actually was the one who caused this. Oh my god! Like, in a weird twist, and then you see the rage yeah. about family stuff yeah. because I mean I think Teresa does have displaced anger, and I think she's so like in a hot. Well, I think also a lot of it probably is anger at Joe that will never get expressed. And so it comes out in like all these different places. By picking on other women. Yeah, by picking on other women or just anyone that she knows, like, there's, it's like low stakes to get angry at. Fuck. But it's actually, it was Melissa. And then that comes up later and Teresa's really pissed about it. Oh my God. Wow. So the tangled webs we weave. The Gorga Judice. Feud is knows no mercy. That is one of the scariest and saddest family meltdowns. Yeah. Is season three, episode one. Um, I did actually watch that like live when it came out, and yeah. was traumatized then, and still. I mean, still reeling. Season three is pretty. Season insane. three is iconic. Just saying. Just saying. Um. So then, yeah, Daniel goes backstage. Well, first, Teresa's hairdresser comes out, and he's this, like, middle-aged gay man. Daniel, he looks kind of like Al Pacino. Yeah. He's like, don't even give her that. Because he just played into her. Like, what? played into her. And And then then we see Danielle backstage. (laughs) Then Danielle's backstage with her hairstylist. And her girlfriend. And her girlfriend. And then I love, like, Andy having to negotiate with Danielle. Yeah. Like, because he doesn't do that. Like, he won't go in and have conversations no. with people anymore that walk off. Like, now there's a PA for that. Or like I mean, a I kind of understand that. why Danielle 
walked off well yeah i mean like sh- they just let Teresa get like up in her grill and yeah. Teresa does come across as like extremely violent yeah and then this beautiful moment happened danielle's hairstylist is like this big gay guy and he's like he starts crying at one point she goes don't cry she goes, don't cry i'm okay she also has so much botox so much botox she can't even really make a facial expression and i love that like Teresa is also screaming it at Andy. Get her back out here, Andy. That chicken shit that she is. Yeah. She can't like yelling orders at yeah. your boss. And then But like Andy loves it. Oh, he's smiling. Yeah, like later on, like he does not like Danielle. I think you can tell. He's like He's over her. Okay, like we come back out here. And she's like, if she stands up, I'm leaving. He goes, he's like, okay. Well, at one point he she's she threatens to leave again. He goes, You can't leave. Yeah. Um She's like contracted to be there, mm-hmm. but then and when she's backstage, she goes, she goes, I want Lori an ear and eye shot of me. She wants Lori to be like, and then they say that Lori like almost ran for Teresa. Yeah. Someone had to hold her back. Yeah, I love that lesbian anger. That's le- that's lesbian love. That's yeah, a Dale move. That's why. Yeah, that's you with Dale. Me with Dale. If anyone <laughs> tries to come for my yeah. girlfriend, my lover Dale Mercer. They better watch their backs. Better watch their necks. I love that. I want Lori an ear and eye shot of me. And then Eric goes, let's think positively. Amazing things. Amazing things. Amazing things. She's amazing things and new beginnings. I was like, oh my God. It's like, you guys are really wild. Yeah. (laughs) Danielle's on opioids. (laughs) Andy sits down back with Teresa and he just is like, he goes, you are so strong. He's like laughing. Yeah, he loves it. He loves it. He's like turned on. And then he's like, just don't cross me. So basically like (laughs) she can stand up and come to as far as he is to scream at anyone she wants. Yeah. She can't cross him. I love that. And she's sitting there and she's like licking her lips and going... She really like lo- like yeah. it went beyond controllable anger to like just sputtering rage. Well, that's because Danielle knew exactly where to hit her. Mm-hmm. I love. What about you? What Did about you? Did you acknowledge your nephew when he was born? But Don't I love that. Like, up my family. She's so angry about that. Yeah, because she's... what happened with the Gorgas? Like, why were they so? Oh, because Joe Judas poisoned poisoned their dad against joe gorga but also Teresa's so jealous of melissa yeah she's younger and yeah prettier damn right yeah or like just more youthful and like her husband isn't in, in and she's so close with her brother they are yeah. like almost they're like a little flowers in the attic yeah style she's like no one will ever be good enough for my brother mm-hmm. but it's like except for me except for me <laughs> <laughs> i'll take it Oh, man. Now I've got to start watching season three. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William vs. Harry started. 
It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disentel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who has siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members and it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking you digital frames are bleak, but I'm telling you this aura frame is chic. 
And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, so you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an Aura frame, and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology like barely even understands how to facetime and i said just let me just let me and i set it all up for her i plugged it in i fired up the app i preloaded pictures on it and now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps she thinks everyone's spying on her stealing her data and the fact that i was able to break through and she literally loves this frame like loaded it up with pictures of her cat i was like we did it joe Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Caroline goes, but when Caroline's talking about Lori Michaels charging for Teresa, she goes, she goes, well, then I looked over and I saw Danielle's partner. <laughs> come out of this curtain she was gonna go for Teresa, her partner her partner her partner i love also when andy asks like are you with Lori?" and danielle's like that's for you to decide i'll let you come to that and they all go clearly she's with her yeah but then jacqueline the whole time is like giggling yeah. like laughing at these like lesbians yeah. i was like jacqueline fuck off yeah caroline's at least you lived like, in vegas kinda... you've gotten your box munched by like <laughs> some rando well caroline has a gay brother who's married like she's at least like at least being semi-respectful of mm-hmm. it yeah jacqueline's going <laughs> shut up she's like <laughs> what an idiot she's like jacqueline's like mm. <laughs> uh, lesbian <laughs> lesbian jacqueline is the kind of person that would like lesbian bully you but secretly want it yeah that comes out of a place of just like really wanting that yeah. but never being able to get it yeah. So I don't actually think she's had her pussy eaten. I think that she has always just wanted that and probably quite frankly needs that. Quite frankly, she needs it. I When I was in seventh grade or sixth or seventh grade, this kid on my swim team who is fully like a queen. Mm-hmm. He's so gay. Grow up gay. Love and light to him. I think he's living his best life somewhere. But he led this charge against me like and he told everyone i was gay and that i was like checking out boys in the locker room and he led this like campaign against me and everyone was like he's gay and i was like and i, I remember being I mean, like okay one that's no one, sweetie. yeah i was like okay that's true but also are you fucking the source are we to, like can yeah. we look at this like like lighthouse of like totally yeah that happened to me in middle school too really yeah i got pushed into a girl while playing while we were playing basketball and i just hugged her and was like i love you and then some other girl that was i mean not to be stereotyping but way more dyke than i was (laughs) was like lara's gay did you just hear that lara's a lesbian and then everyone was like you're a lesbian and then there was a rumor going around school that i was a lesbian and then even like my friend in a computer class, he was like, I heard that you're a lesbian. And I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, that's crap. I'm not a lesbian. I had to like fight to not be a lesbian. It's crucible shit. It was crazy. I was like, like, also you girls that all hang out that are calling me a lesbian, you guys are fucking lesbians. Yeah, you all like. You all like play field hockey <laughs> together. <laughs> lesbian. Lesbian. <laughs> I know. Way I was more like, okay, lesbian than I am. I was like, we're on a swim team right now. We're all wearing speedos and like 
look what's happening. Like, this guy is a huge... Yeah, we, like, play all-girl sports together. Like, stop. I know. Yeah, that was... I was like... Why was, do kids in middle school, they're obsessed He was with older, too. He was two years they older. They were older, too. Yeah, he was like... And, and everyone was going... And I remember this It was one, all the sixth grade girls that were, like, tall, popular girls yeah. being like, Lara's a lesbian. And I was like, you guys literally finger each other. Like, yeah, I know are, that you do. You do. I remember... And I remember this, like, older girl who was nice to me. Like, she felt bad at what was happening. And so she went to go, like, tell him to stop and, like, mm-hmm. mediate it. And then at one, she went to go talk to him because they were really close. Yeah. Okay, good. And then... She came into the weight room because it was going on. It was a full like week of this. Yeah, she came it lasts the weight so room. long. I was in sixth grade and she came <laughs> into the weight room and she gave me this look. She went like she had just talked to him and she went like, <laughs> like heard, we know you're gay. Heard about it. Yeah. You know, talk to him. And anyway, why I, were you gay? According to him, you just he needed to point a finger. He to, just, like, I mean, I detract. think he just figured he just sensed it. And also <laughs> takes one to no one, but also like wanted to divert it away from him. Yeah. Like he was, but he said I was like looking at people in the locker room and I was like in the locker room and I saw him talking to some guys and they were looking at, I was like, oh my God, you fully were witch hunted. I was. Well, I was too. But then, uh, I saw him in a gay club in Philly, like when I was in college and he came up to me and he apologized. That's nice. Yeah. He was, he was a nice guy. He just at that point, I think had like. But also, like, I have done that, like, we've all, like, I have been, like, someone's gay, too, before. Like, yeah. It's, like, I've done that. I, like, <laughs> took that pain and put it on someone else at some point. Yeah. And I'm sure maybe I still am, which is why I'm a podcast. <laughs> podcast. But I never got an apology from those women. Wait, you're still in trauma from it? No. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Probably. It does come up in therapy every once in a while. That's traumatizing. It's traumatizing. I think when you're like, especially like that middle school is having questions about my sexuality and like parsing all that out and really being like, I felt really shamed in that moment. And like, because I had had like thoughts about girls. And so they were hitting something that I wasn't even like fully comfortable with. So then it's like, Oh my God, like I'm so gross. No, I felt that I had the same thing. And also like, Someone, these girls wrote like a love note to me from this guy that I was like hanging out with who I like probably subconsciously liked. Mm-hmm. And then it fell out of my locker during locker clean out. No. And everyone was, and then I remember this kid went, Carrie, are you gay? And I went, <laughs> no. And then I wrote the name of a girl on my, on your, <laughs> like binder. Like, I was like, no. It had, that shit is so real. It's real. And the it's Jacqueline's like, of the world. The Jacqueline's of the world. Just like gay shaming. Yeah. I don't think kids these days have to deal with that as much. Mm, I think... I feel like it still happens. Yeah. Some places. Readers weigh in. Children weigh in. listening yeah. weigh in. Do you All have the 12-year-olds that are listening to SUP. All the fifth graders who are obsessed with SUP. I think people... I don't think people say that's so gay anymore. Mm-hmm. Which is like a whole thing of trauma that like queer people have to unpack who are our age. Have yeah. To, like slowly... Right? Like we went through that and like... We grew up thinking like that was like a bad thing, like equivalent to that's stupid. Mm-hmm. Just saying, yeah, Jacqueline. It's all Jacqueline's fault. No, but she is like she was like it's like if like Les- Caddy, like 
like Danielle trying wants, to joke about it. She that's what she wanted at that point. Yeah, I I am here for her Danielle for her and Lori Michaels relationship. No, I love it. I love it. I love a bisexual butterfly. Lori's so like Lori is a full straightened hair yeah, cubby hole coming out right out. It's kind of an emo hairstyle. Powerless. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, then. We find out that Danielle introduced Jacqueline to her fertility doctor. Mm-hmm. And Danielle claims that she took Jacqueline to every appointment. And Jacqueline's like, no, you didn't. And then they argue about that. And I'm like, well, wouldn't Jacqueline just be the one that knows? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's not true. That's not I, true. I, I was there with you at all. a lot of appointments. It was I there just, every step of the way. I recommended doctors. I talked to people for her. I was always there for her. It's like, no, you weren't. No, you weren't. Also, at one point... <laughs> also, I love arguing about something that's like... It's like, that's not worth trying to fool people about. Yeah, like revisionist history. Yeah, it's so weird to me when people have that kind of argument. I also love when when um Caroline was... When they were watching her kids play the ham game and like the recap, just like showing like Caroline's happy family. They cut to Danielle and Danielle is stone-faced. <laughs> And Caroline goes, there's a lot of love in my house, unlike some people. 70% of people polled said they wanted Caroline as a mom, and 3% of people said they wanted Danielle. My children can speak for themselves. You'll have to talk to my children. And I wrote that Jillian and Christine were for- forced to participate in that poll, and yeah. they were the 3%. And, and they're like chihu- sickly chihuahua. Yeah, they made their chihuahua like <laughs> put, hand push. Because Danielle was like, it's not fair if it's just the two of you. We need one more. I always wanted one more. And then we focus on Caroline. Caroline said that Danielle's children doesn't have, don't have lights in their eyes. Yeah. Which I've said is it like, before, and I'll say it again. I'll I'm say not it to ashamed. your face. I'll say it to a face that wasn't editing. I had said it. I stand by what I said. Your children are beautiful, but they've got no lights beyond their eyes. That's true. It's fucking true. That's like horrifically true. And Danielle's like, they're very happy girls. I know their happiness, and I know their unhappiness. Yeah. I was like, well, they, you then know a lot You're, of their unhappiness. Because you, you are their unhappiness. Yeah. <laughs> And and Jacqueline's like, really? They're happy? They don't leave school crying because people are bullying them about you? Classic Jacqueline. Yeah. Also, I was like, how would you know? You literally don't have any kids in high school with these girls. She knows. She knows everything. Jacqueline is like such a gossiper. Jacqueline has like a teen mole. Yeah. <laughs> She probably has Ashley, like, do reconnaissance. Ashley's, like, like, never been kissed. She's like, Ashley, you're going back to school. We're finding the truth out about Danielle's daughters. Awesome. Colby's so popular. Yeah. And Ashley's, like, been in school. She's wearing a wig. She's wearing a full wig. And glasses. And, like, weird 80s makeup. And, like, fake braces. And glasses. And, like, she's actually the one that's bullying Danielle's yeah. daughters. And then being like, they cry every day, Mom. And it's literally because bully Ashley never been kissed wig yeah. crazy makeup version is, like, harassing them at school. Uh, and Danielle's like, uh, yeah, she's like, you'll have to, my, my daughters will speak. For, we are very close. They are happy girls. And Caroline starts crying because it's talking about how Albie failed out of law school. And then at one point, Danielle goes, can you get our tissues? Yeah. <laughs> Which I was like, okay, that's nice. Supportive sister. I think she likes Caroline. 
like I think she respects, respects her. her. And I think she was actually moved in that moment. Mm-hmm. Can someone get her a tissue? Can someone get her some tissues? Yeah. Caroline shaves her face all the way down to her chest. She goes, my skin is soft. You can touch it. And I was like, this is like her Paris is burning. Like, touch this skin, darling. Mm-hmm. Like, Caroline was just doing like uh, Venus extravaganza. Like, you can feel it all if you want. <laughs> I have great skin. I have great skin. Great skin. I have great skin. I, she goes, I shave from here all the way down to here. I swear by it. It's exfoliating. It's what I do. I'm my own person. I can do it if I want. It's wild. I mean, you could also just buy some exfoliant and like... Or go to a fucking facialist. Yeah. Go to the chateau. Go to <laughs> I posh love like a spa. full-blown rub some lotion on your face. I actually did shave my face once as a, like a younger person. Because I was like, I have this hair on my face. I don't want yeah. it there anymore. And I realized that that's a huge mistake. We get razor burn. Well, you just get like... Then your hair is like spiky and it feels so weird. And I would like feel my mustache and it felt weird. And I was just like, <laughs> why did I do this? Like, when will my face hair grow back? Yeah. So I just wouldn't recommend as a lady shaving your face. And even as a man, I'm glad that I am a woman because it seems like shaving your face can be a real trial and tribulation. You get ingrown hair pimples. It's, How it's, do you, I would get the worst ingrown hairs. I'm sure it's bad. I'm really bad at shaving and I've been shaving for a while and it's, I never do it right. Well, you always look good to me. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank um, you. I shaved my much. legs once partially without water. Ooh. And it was, big mistake i didn't i had to like secretly shave my legs because i wasn't allowed to through until like fifth or sixth grade and like i just desperately wanted to so i found my dad's like girlfriend's razor and then i didn't know how you were supposed to do it so i just did it dry and then i was like weird and then my skin was like very irritated and then i was just like hmm that's interesting that that's all it's cracked up to be did your dad's girlfriend like talk to you about it no but then my mom saw one day we were coming back from church and like the sun hit my legs and she could see like stubble and i got in so much trouble for really? shaving my legs oh i coming got back from church no less. i had to write a thousand sentences i will not shave my legs that was like i will not go against what my mother said like a long sentence that's some oklahoma discipline it was an oklahoma discipline moment and then i had to listen to like tapes by some christian guy and then like write reports on them whoa and then like a month later i was allowed to shave my legs (laughs) it's like all that and i never shaved my legs again and i've never shaved a single thing again i'm the hairiest woman in los angeles (laughs) (laughs) you're like when blair witch when they that crazy woman in Blair Witch describes seeing the Blair Witch. And she's like, I saw this nude woman just completely covered in fur. That's me. <laughs> it was just me running away. That's when I ran away from home. I was sick of the rules and I ran all the way to the Maryland woods. <laughs> and I st- hung out there for a while. Terrorized some teens. I had a lot of displaced rage myself. So I took it out on Heather and her team of filmmakers. Heather. Then I returned back to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And settled back into my regular life. Love. And now here I am. Here I am. Sorry, Hez. Um, um, Danielle is asked if she's a stage mom. And she says, well, I am living through my children's eyes. Am I living? No, I'd say more through their eyes. I was like. <laughs> 
Okay, what? not Are the you thing John to say. John them. <laughs> also, not the thing to say if like someone says they have no life in their eyes. He also goes, "I possess their bodies and I control their eyes." So, in a way, yes. In a way, yeah, I am living, I am through, living them. through them because I truly possess their bodies. She's like Madame Blanking them. She is fully Blanking. Or Helena Marcosing them. They can't leave the house without like her permission. Yeah, like like metaphysically they're stuck in that house Mm -hmm. i also love the shots of danielle's house with that little one of the little chihuahuas like scooting its ass just like across the room her stanky house that smells like dog (laughs) her stanky house that smells like dog also her like outdoor furniture that's indoors no gnarls gnarls barkley i don't know she goes i don't know if gia has what it takes she's not a supermodel she's She's four four foot foot tall. tall I, and I have to say, she was very beautiful and did well at Fashion Week. And Teresa just goes, <laughs> I think she's aspiring to be, but right now she's four foot tall. <laughs> she's eight. Literally, she's eight. There's she's no, eight it's not like she's old. reached her peak height. Yeah. And, she's, and she also goes, Christine gets recognized, yes, for the modeling. And now Jilly a little for the music. And everyone just like rolls her eyes. <laughs> I love to them go cutting back and Jillian's like, I really don't want to perform for people. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. You kind of have to do it. Teresa and her are the same person. You're so right. They are the exact same. They're both stage moms. Two sides of the same coin. Yeah. Danielle denies saying Teresa's kids dress like dogs. Oh yeah, because she can. Be, she said, I meant it as a compliment. A message for Teresa. She, goes, she literally said. My kids wore crinoline and lace. My dogs wore leopard. My dogs wore le- my dogs wore my leopard. Dogs wore leopard. Yeah. And then they're like, "You meant that rudely." And yeah. she was like, "I meant it how I meant it." She's very Trumpian. It's so Trumpian. She's super Kellyanne. And it drives them insane. Yeah, I love how much it drives them crazy. Gia speaks Italian, mm-hmm. which we, we knew were, it. We were we knew it. We fucking knew it. And he's like, "Do women?" Are women on their monthly cycles not allowed to be... Is that having your time of the month will ruin the sauce? And everyone nods. Caroline yeah. goes, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You've all heard of this rumor? And they all go, yes. And the wine. Teresa, and the wine. And we stomp it. Wine. We stomp on wine. Joe makes his own wine. And we stomp it. And it can't be around the wine. <laughs> then Gia at home watching. Oh, mama mia. Oh, getting you up told the, the secrets. secrets. Oh, no, you, know. you would keep the secrets in the family. It's the Italian thing. It's the Italian way. Oh, and she mama goes out to the tomato mia. in the backyard. And she goes, oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. I roll you under the deck. She goes, I bless you. I bless you. She does like, Dick she takes water. one of those little like those things in mass with like the smoke in it. And she walks through the garden like the just in- doing it, like yeah. with the incense back and forth. Yeah. She goes, oh, and she goes, but now we put you under the, the patio, under the deck. And then she takes a little tarp out and she rolls it under and she ties it with like <laughs> she tool cap bungee, co- bungee cord. She puts like a crucifix next to yeah. it. And then the moon, the full moon comes out and she takes a little like ukulele and she's like, do, 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 do. Yeah. when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, it's amore. And the she Melania just, opens she's just sing songs from the old country all night when someone tells the family secrets. And then Melania opens the window and goes, hey, gee, shut the fuck up. Trying to sleep in here, god trying damn. to sleep, god damn. <laughs> god damn. I got kindergarten tomorrow. To we be got show and tell tomorrow. For kindergarten tomorrow. What you doing singing out here? Goo. <laughs> I'm presenting show and tell tomorrow. You fucking idiot. 
Get that shit out of here. That incense shit. <laughs> shut then, the fuck up. It and then Gabriella like starts rousing and she goes, no, you shut the fuck up. You get back in you bed. Don't even look at me, don't you fucking weirdo. I'm not speaking to you right now. Gabriella's like, mm. she climbs on the ceiling. Yeah, she climbs the ceiling corner and looks back like hereditary yeah. style. And she goes, yeah, that's right. Stay in that corner. Stay in that corner, spider. You're a freak. <laughs> yeah, you like a little spider. Is Adriana Daddy long legs. getting a load of this? Yeah. Sister in the corner yeah, up you there. you stay up there, Adriana. That's what you got. You, you're going to end up there if you act like her. Yeah, you want to end up like that freak yeah, on a leash? Yeah. yeah. Stay up there. Adriana just flips her the bird with a baby hand. Yeah. She goes, <laughs> a she goes, teeny tiny baby middle finger. She goes, yeah. Yeah, she goes, spin tell your her, web, tell spider. And then Adriana goes, hmm. Like, the, <laughs> she flips. She does the, does the Italian, like, fungu. under the chin. Fungu. Yeah. Yeah. Spin she your, goes, hey, that a girl. Yeah, you stay up there and spin your web, spider. Yeah. Yeah. Go hibernate for Go winter. Go hibernate. Go wrap your little flies. <laughs> Just like a day in the life of the Judice, the Judice girls. Judice girls. <laughs> Judice. Um, though Andy reveals that Teresa is an $11 million bankruptcy, mm-hmm. $100,000 worth of credit card debt, 20 k at Bloomies, Neiman, and Nordstrom. Insane. How do you even get in that much debt? Do you just... I don't understand. I just don't think they knew how money worked, to be really honest. Like, I think... I think but how can you open another credit card, like, at a store if you are 20K in the hole with another credit card? Don't they want you to be in debt? Like, I mean, it definitely... Like, they can charge you a lot of interest and stuff, but I thought that, like, if you aren't paying off a credit card, or I guess you could make minimum payments but still have a balance... I mean, I don't, don't ask me. My credit scores, as we all are knowing, is slowly yeah, climbing is back up. I mean, yeah. there. I think Joe was obviously like probably had like fraudulent credit cards and like. I mean, I think Joe. I think they were. I think one they didn't know how money worked, but they were also criminals. Yeah, so they were like two point six mil mortgage, five point eight mil of Joe's business investments, which that is the insane craziest part 85k home repair 12k fertility treatments which was shocking yeah maybe they were trying again i thought that it was like Teresa just was getting preg and popping them out one by one but maybe not yeah but Teresa says it's incorrect that last part is incorrect i'll never have enough that last part's incorrect i can get pregnant no problem ahead. i got the italian thing yeah, so that's, that's what the tomato in the yard is for. Yeah, it literally is Teresa's pregnancy tomato. <laughs> Mama Mia, she Mama wants another Mia. baby. Uh, now I'm like needing to go research all the like yeah. ins and outs of the Ju- the Judice crime. Mm. Teresa feels like Joe was protecting her by not telling her about the money problems. I'm like, hmm. and they all like agree. I'm like, yeah, guys, they're like the men should be in charge of the money. No, he was deceiving her actively. And, and that she went to work immediately after finding out. Yeah. Which I like, I love that. Jacqueline goes, she went to work immediately. Appearances every night. Well, also at this point, her book is on the New York Times bestselling list. So she's so, making her own money. Yeah. But I mean, he was totally deceiving her and completely fucking her. Yeah. Like he was implicating her, having her sign things. He was. He was a 
He was garbage. Yeah. As Caroline would say. Garbage. You garbage. You garbage. He was. He was. He's the true garbage here. He is. Not Danielle is like not like child play. Yeah. yeah. Joe says he yawned and then <laughs> fucking ran his car off the road, hit four poles, uh, hit four shots. trees in the pole, then took shots afterwards. I like Danielle asking the real questions. Yeah. About this. She goes, I find it hard to believe that you would proceed to get drunk after getting in an accident. And then they're all like, no. Nope. Caroline's like, I could see him doing that. I, I, I think he was shaken up. Yeah. Caroline, like, I'm like, oh my God. Just like a yes man in this yeah. situation. And then. Hindi's like, so it's classified as a DUI. And then Teresa's like, kind of, she shorts out. And then she's like, yep. Yeah. Danielle, do you consider yourself a troublemaker? She goes, I have moments, yeah. (laughs) I have my moments. She's so flirty. She is. She's trying to seduce everyone. I have my moments, yeah. I have my moments. She basically... Admits to being a little bit of a villain, but she thinks she goes, I think a lot of it is an act edited. She goes, I don't think I flaunt my sexuality. I think I become a character. Yeah. And then Caroline's like, she's like, maybe 1% of the editing changes us. You blame it on editing. It's a cop out. When you see me up there, my, my low points, my mistakes, my upset, she goes, I own them. I was like, shut the fuck up. Ugh, Caroline, it's a sanctimonious. Danielle met Danny through Frank Vincent, who was an actor on Sopranos. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, and then that was in, and he was in Danny's movie. Yeah. And so then everyone's like, isn't Danny married? And then Jacqueline pipes up, he filed for divorce two weeks into taping. Yeah. Married. Married. He was. <laughs> Danielle goes. Imagine being that fucking annoying and yeah. up in everyone's biz uh-huh. to the point where Jacqueline is. He Married. was. He was. He was. And then Danielle goes. I don't know anything about that. They <laughs> go. Did you have like an intimate relationship with him? And she's like, Oh no, Danny. No. She goes. No, absolutely not. And she and she makes she tries to like squint like how could you even <laughs> And then but it doesn't really come together. It's just more of like a weird Botox face. She's like this. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. And basically she broke she Basically have, they like fully fucked like rabbits. And she was friends with his wife. Maybe why while they were married. Yeah. Yeah. God. She was we just filmed together. Yeah. We We're, only film together. Yeah, film. We sh- <laughs> what the fuck? Well, you do a lot of things on film with men, so. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> did I go a little bit? Did I go a little bit Jacqueline, no. Teresa there? You were just making a. a I'm just easy saying, joke. like, yeah. It's a. But it's, Andy was like, but you also said that he was the only person you could really truly confide in. And she goes, yeah, while we were filming. <laughs> I was like, what? So you were fully like actors on you acted yeah and then somehow brought this guy into the i mean he was great tv they were were both great tv yeah you were also fully having sex yeah now Lori and danielle are together and then that's when she won't answer full on she goes if you need me to be in a relationship with her for you you do the math. It's like, there's no like. <laughs> yeah. She's like, she's like, I don't, she's like, the minute labels are put on something is when I, when I check out. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that tracks. I was like, Seems what? like you have commitment issues. Yeah. But I love too. She was like, I was celibate 
I, li- I yeah. was like, I'm on a Danielle like life path where I've been celibate, and maybe my next move is to just like fully get into a relationship with a woman. Do it because I was like, this is sounding familiar. Yeah, and he's like, what's you said? You said in a recent article that you were born again virgin, and Danielle goes, <laughs> Yes, I am. <laughs> the other woman, past, she was past tense, past, past tense. tense, past, and she goes, I was at a place in my life where I felt like. Any relationship I had wasn't fulfilling me in a spiritual way, so I decided to remove that part of my life. And I was like, all right. Hey, more power I, to you. I get it. I love it. Yeah. And then Caroline goes, you've been Mr. Toad's wild freaking ride That's for it. two years. Mr. Toad. <laughs> Mr. Toad's wild she goes, she goes, ride. She goes, I'm like this. And she does a straight line with her hand. She goes, and you're like this, like a wavy. You've been Mr. Toad's, Toad's wild, wild freaking ride. ride for two years. I love it. calling people Mr. Toad's Wild Ride is one of my favorite pastimes. Yeah, it's iconic. It's iconic. And Danielle was just like, oh. Caroline's rebuttal <laughs> to Danielle. Also, Danielle basically saying like Caroline is like undesirable. Yeah. And then Caroline's like, I have two. I have a husband who loves me and children who love me. She goes, I have a husband who loved me for who loves me for twenty six years. And Danielle goes, and God bless. <laughs> she said women wouldn't. She, she Danielle had written a blog about because some women were writing in being like, how come Caroline shames you for being a stripper, but like didn't shame her son for like wanting to own a car wash and strip. And then Caroline goes, if you want to be a stripper, that's okay. If you want to be a prostitute, she goes, that's on you. You're doing that to yourself. And I was like, She's oh. doing it to yourself. You're not hurting anybody. Yeah, Same like, thing with stripping. It's like, well, no, that's no. still logic ain't quite there yet. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm with Danielle on that one. Oh, yeah. Team Staub. But then, but then Staub said that <laughs> Caroline's just jealous and that no one would want to see her on stage, which was So then mean. that's like, yeah. The and you can see the hurt in Caroline's point eyes. Point removed. Yeah. She goes, I have a husband who loves me for 26 years. I have a lot of love in my life. And she goes, you're, I'm allowed to have love in my life too, Caroline. You're not the only one. <laughs> she goes, I have two daughters who love me. And Caroline goes, and like I said before, they're beautiful. Then we find out that Danielle has a sex, another sex tape. She's got two going around. She's got she's two going around, either, which is just shoddy business. I think she acumen. is. She has to be right. Yeah. You can't have a sex tape get released and then not get paid yeah. at all for it. And and Andy asks if any of the women have seen it, and all of them, and they all of them are like, no. And then Jacqueline goes, I did. <laughs> well, a preview of it. Someone sent me a preview of it, and apparently, then. There's this weird argument where Danielle denies it was filmed by a third party, even though it was. Well, there was the sex tape that we... There's a sex tape that we she shot about. with Steve. Versus is the that the one that it's you've like the POV seen? of Steve. Like, is that the one that you've yeah. seen? Wait, but... And but so that's... You're one. sure that that one was Steve and that wasn't the other one? I think it's Steve. Okay. Both. But then in another sex tape, it was like literally shot by someone else. And then Danielle says it wasn't, but it is her in it. So then it's like another just mindfuck where you're like, what reality are you living in? Because Jacqueline's like, the first one felt like two people who were in a relationship, like making a sex tape. She goes, you can't really see their faces, blah, blah. She goes, but the second one is clearly like a bad porn, a bad porn with like bad dialogue. Mm-hmm. And then Danielle's like, no, that's not how it was. That is not how it was. And it's like, 
literally there's like video evidence of this and and andy was like so someone he's like the guy that filmed that that was releasing it came to you to threat to like basically blackmail you and she's like and i couldn't she goes and i didn't have the money to pay him so he just released it okay that is like a full-blown lie it's a lie you shot a sex tape. You probably got paid in yeah. advance. And it was released like through a studio. Yeah. They said, we'll pay you like five grand to shoot this sex tape. You, They paid you. You shot it. And then Maybe they more. released it. Yeah. But that's like what Farah did from Teen Mom. With James Dean. Mm-hmm. I love it. I, then I didn't have the money. I didn't have the money. So I... Really, and then everyone is also like, how are you able to do live the lifestyle that you have and like throw parties and stuff and get like legal bills together and you can't get it together and sell your house she goes that yeah they call her out for christine's birthday party and she goes people need to pay attention more she goes <laughs> it was a charity for cystic fibrosis the everything only thing that, was donated the only thing that wasn't was busing and security <laughs> like why cystic fibrosis wasn't it not necessarily cf in the episode yeah we never found out what charity i love danielle pay for busing i love busing everyone in and out and then of course security security she paid danny with a hand job for his security (laughs) and his security was holding a hammer (laughs) and stalking around going the manzos is garbage scaring teens mm-hmm. and then offering them coke threatening them <laughs> breaking a teen's hand and then being like what i gotta do a key bump in the bathroom here take this take this her daughters have never heard of her sex tape and then she goes on to be like my daughters do have a light in their eyes and they were really disappointed to hear caroline said that say that and then caroline's like wait you just said that they know about it how do they know about it if you never let them watch the show she goes christine's friends told her (laughs) and then danielle is like fully caught in a lie for sure and then everyone chimes in but i was like that's how you catch stab in a lie yeah you just have to play really on her level and play her game for long ask her the question back yeah and keep asking her various questions she loves the attention she wants a chance to be in the spotlight and then she will show her cards and i think Dan- i think caroline wised up to that through this taping mm-hmm. and was like okay i'll play i know how to play, I'll play game. the stop game the other the other two don't know how to do it yeah no Therese is far too emotional and to play any sort annoying. of games and jacqueline's too annoying she won't shut up long enough to like <laughs> really observe and listen yeah and then oh oh my god and then the darkest part what well they talk about the fundraiser for the child with cancer no and then they said, Caroline said that the dad was so upset at how the event went and was so upset by Danielle, like turning it into bedlam. Yeah. And revealed that Danielle never donated any money after the fundraiser. Danielle. And then Danielle <laughs> goes, I came there to present a check. And she goes, I went door to door and rounded up $6,000. And they're like, no, no you, you didn't. didn't. Danielle did not go door to door asking for money and for Danielle a child. It's just fully lying. Continue. She's like, yes, I did. She goes, they wanted me to present a check. And then they were like, no, they didn't. Yeah. And Caroline goes, who, like, who do you think you are? Like, she, she goes, you would have had to pay like everyone else to get into that. And she goes, I was, she, she basically, Caroline was like, you're not a celebrity. Yeah. And Danielle's acting like she was like a star. Asked to show up. And then she showed up with like 10 
gangsters who terrorized Hell's all the angels. other people. Hell's angels. And then truly caused chaos at a, at and a, insanity at a fundraiser for a baby with cancer. Yeah, with like brain cancer. With brain cancer. Then left without paying any money. I think the only person that gave them money was Kim G. Kim G like pulled out like a mercy check for like 10 grand. Yeah. I was and like, then, here you go. Sorry. Here you go. Sorry about she goes, Sorry. Sorry. And then, <clears throat> and then Danielle lowered herself to the table of the family and went, if I stay, things will happen. Like terrified this family. Who's like, just <laughs> who's literally had, living a nightmare. Who's life. Living at a hospital. Yeah. They, their very existence is nightmarish yeah. on a day to day basis. And then Danielle decided to take the nightmare up to like truly unlivable hellscape by descending on their fundraiser for their dying baby and like with hell's, with hell's angels. angels literally hell's angels and it coked out danny muttering to himself walking like, around and being like insane and calling someone a faggot <laughs> god but danielle also i love not then leaving and never giving a cent to that yeah. person but i love literally I, using that as just like your cameo like wild moment but I love the image that, like, she's trick or treating, just walking up down the streets of Wayne. I went door to door. Can you imagine her, like, in the fall, like, sunlight of a late afternoon, just with like an entourage of random, like Sue, that mm-hmm. woman, <laughs> rapping on doors? We're trying to raise money. I'm going. I'm. I'm asked to present a check for six thousand dollars, and I'd like you to pay me now. I love that she is asked to present a check. But the check is not of her own money. No. It would be money of other people. That she literally That she begs solicited. them for. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, none of this adds yeah, up. None. God. God love her. God love her. I went door to door. I went door to door to gather money for the for the charity event where they were asked to present. I can't wait for Kim G. I know. She's I dressed like a full blown. Yeah, they show the preview Carrie. for next week, right? Yeah. She's just like Princess Diana. She is. <laughs> She's fully do- LARPing as Princess She's Di. Lady Di. <laughs> Hi, Danielle. Hi, Danielle. I love that everyone calls Danielle Danielle. 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 Well, that's, that's Jersey for that's you. That's Jersey for you. It, it, you know, it takes one to know one. And I might not be from North Jersey, but it, I know it's that's how they talk. <sighs> when will we get to Wayne? Well, soon. I need coronavirus to stay away from jersey stay away from new york stay away from la and stay away from chicago and you can still you can still buy tickets buy tickets at larsmarie.com for for all the live shows march 11th march 11th is coming almost upon us two weeks i'm so fucking excited at the roxy theater on sunset strip it's gonna be great night and then march 18th is in chicago at the sleeping village Mm -hmm. and that's gonna be amazing too and then we will descend upon the city that never Manhattan, sleeps. the city that never sleeps. April twenty second at the Gramercy Theater for a night you'll never forget. For a night, for an unforgettable night you'll never forget. But <laughs> but everyone, <laughs> for a truly unforgettable night that you will never forget. There are till <laughs> Mary Mary Brannigan. Mary Brannigan might make an appearance. Mary Brannigan. I yeah. I have talked to Mary already, and she might be coming to one of the shows. So you have to just buy tickets to see which one she'll be at. Mary Brannigan is my Tyler Durden. Yes, totally. (laughs) It's like the end of Fight Club. I'm going to find out that I am actually Mary Brannigan. You're going to be like in a knockdown fight with Mary in like a parking garage Mm -hmm. at like the Beverly Center. Things will climax at the Beverly Center. But 
tickets are there's still some left so you can go on larsmarie.com yeah la people get the fuck out there <laughs> get out there and make it happen get out there and make it happen in the name of maddie Brannigan. in the name of maddie Brannigan, buy your tickets please and then you and can then follow me at ecario follow carrie he's a great follow Thank you. on twitter and instagram Thanks. follow me at Lars Marie. And that's about it. Yeah. I'm excited for you to see some of the stuff we're coming out with. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, love and light. Love. We'll see you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.